0: The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Number two, uh, and this one uh, is not forgotten about. Aside from Watson dominating his headlines, unfortunately, this to me has been one of the bigger things in this offseason period, and that's been the wide receiver trade and signing frenzy and how it's really changed i think the league certainly for the wide receiver position but i just think in general for disgruntled nfl players period if you aren't happy in your situation much like the nba you can force your way the hell out of there hollywood brown goes to arizona we saw tyree kill to miami We saw Devontae Adams to Las Vegas, A.J. Brown to Philadelphia. And it's changed how those divisions are looked at. It's changed how those teams' outlooks are looked at. And I think it's really changed how other receivers and tight ends around the the league that are pass-catching tight ends feel. I mean, we see the disgruntled Debo Samuel. We've seen Metcalf. George Kittle went on a a tangent about how some of these pass-catching tight ends need to be paid a lot more because – the tight end market is about $15 million capped out. And these guys are making 25 and 30. And it's like, where is it important to these this these teams' offenses as well? And so it's changing the mentality of, of the NFL. And I wonder if we see more things like this at other positions in the future. And I also wonder if teams start to use that trade deadline a little bit more and be like, look, this guy's going to be disgruntled this offseason we're probably not in a position to win this year. Do you see some of these receivers and pass catchers get flipped more at the deadline that it's, that becomes another interesting wrinkle that to me could spill into the NFL season.
1: I do agree with you that I, I think this is kind of a trend now where there's just so many talented wide receivers in the NFL right now. Like there's just so many playmakers at that position. And there's, you know, 20, 25 guys. I feel like you could point to and be like, that guy's so good. That guy's got so much talent. Like he deserves to get paid. And I think the NFL teams are realizing that too. And wide receiver contracts are just getting so expensive that tight ends are still value somehow. It doesn't really make any sense to me. It's probably because there's only like four guys who are actually like really, really good tight ends in the NFL, but wide receivers aren't necessarily the same case. So I think teams are legitimately starting to view them as a little bit more interchangeable and, We'd rather just go into the draft and go try to draft somebody young and and pay them cheap for a few years and then move on because we don't want to spend $30 million a year on a top NFL wide receiver. And that's a massive number and it's only going to continue to go up. So, uh, I mean, NFL teams are going to have to accept that at some point, but it does feel like this is a trend where they believe them to be a little bit more interchangeable now, or is they could, they could quickly replace them as opposed to like years past.
0: I mean, there's, there's two schools of thought we've talked about it uh, on the podcast before where it's pay the receiver. And I think in a lot of places, it makes sense. Like I think Buffalo really did right by Stefan Diggs by paying him, keeping him happy. Same thing. We just talked about LA with Cooper cup. And then you have these teams that had these receivers that say, no, you know, we're trusting the quarterback. So, Baltimore sends Hollywood Brown to Arizona. That's probably the less lesser of the four. Uh, so they're, you know, they're putting their faith into uh, Lamar. Kansas city sends Hill to Miami. They're putting their faith in Pat uh, Devontae to Las Vegas, putting their faith. You can, you can win in green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. And then the one that's a little bit tough for me is, is Brown to Philly because, you no, know, I, I know that by, by definition, Tennessee is run first, but you feel like they're a little bit shorthanded now with Ryan Tannehill. At the helm, that to me, is, of, the, of the teams that sent these really elite receivers to other squads, that to me is, seems like the biggest risk because I think Tannehill needs that kind of cast. Not that you – I mean, you can obviously win with, with Tannehill. They were the bye. They were in the AFC title game a few years ago. Uh, went to an extent. But I, I really think you need receivers around him and just uh, an interesting bet by Tennessee. More interesting than the, than the others because we know – like. We know Mahomes and Rodgers are elite, and of course they're going to miss Tyreek Hill. Of course they're going to miss Devontae Adams, but you you can see the path to them still winning their divisions. I just don't see that in Tennessee.
1: I think it's insane that Tennessee is just like we'll just take Traylon Burks and because yeah. he's the closest wide receiver, like athletic profile wise, to AJ Brown, and we'll just see if we can get the same thing out of him. Um, not to say that Traylon Burks can't be a good player. Right. You know, AJ Brown is young and i think he he's is so a good. special player and you know we haven't seen him manage to stay healthy for an entire year thankfully he hasn't had like major major injuries but if he stays healthy he's got number one wide receiver of the NFL upside like he's got like 1500 yard potential like he's that good of a player. And that's why the Eagles were just like, well, we'll just pay him. (laughs) We don't care. We'll give him the contract. He's just big
0: and athletic. And sometimes you get these Titans on the the national games and you're like, who the hell is? And it's just like, you could just tell Brown has top receiver upside. And I don't, you know, I, I don't get it for Tennessee, especially, but Hey, look, we'll, we'll see how it ends up playing out. You, You know, you can always eat your words when you're talking on June 13th about off season moves.